0: welcome to the border collie Geek podcast i'm your host martina obsessed like you about border collies and dog training follow me to know more about this amazing breed and to learn from many inspiring dog professionals on how to make your training journey a success hello Bora collie geeks uh today is a replay of an episode that actually had 500 listen i'd no, never go back to look at how many time and episode I've been listened but yeah 500 times for this episode last time I re-listened to my episode and I do to make sure that I agree to everything I've said and I still go with everything I've said previously so I've not changed anything about the episode and the reason I am um replaying this episode is because I'm running a webinar exactly on this um uh confidence building for Border Collies specifically Um, And I'm going to run a webinar which will give you more practical ideas on how to build confidence. So we're going to go through similar kind of things we talked about in this uh, podcast episode. But I'm going to also show you some practical stuff um, to do. Uh, I'm recording this uh, intro today in my kitchen because it's the only room really at the moment where there is a bit of breeze. Um, You can also hear probably in the background my door. Um, at the moment swinging and that means that there is a bit of breeze outside in the garden so I'm finishing this and then go out in the garden again it's really hot in the UK Um, my office was giving me 28 degrees so I'm not in my office because it's too hot in there and not easy to work I have cancelled all my lessons today because it's too hot even in the evening to do any training for the dogs not safe Um, we are not used to these temperatures in the UK so dogs struggle and um yeah we don't want to risk it um so i'm going to run a webinar on thursday evening uh 6 pm uk time which is going to also be available for everyone um later on if you can't join us live there's going to be as always the recording for you um this is the third of my two of my um series of four webinars this year The next one is going to be on socialization. Um, I'm going to leave you the link in the show notes so you can go and sign up if you want to have some more practical ideas on how to build confidence. If you have a young dog, a puppy, this is for you. You know, you want to put confidence training in as soon as you can. If you have an older dog that you feel lacks of confidence in any of the areas that I discuss in this uh, podcast, then of course that's for you as well. and um yeah, so I'll leave the episode for you again so you can listen to it one more time and remind yourself for all the things we can do for our dogs to build our confidence and help them navigating um the world. And I will talk to you very soon. The next episode is going to be my question and answer from the members of my Facebook group. So um, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm going to record it at some point to this week or the next. Um have a great week if you're in the uk try to keep cool if you're everywhere else in the world where it's hot try to keep cool um, if you are near water then you're lucky i can't wait to go on holiday in july and actually go into the sea and um, hoping that the weather is going to stay like this so everywhere you are keep safe keep cool and i'll talk to you very soon bye Hello Border colleagues Geeks and welcome to a new episode. Um, today we're going to talk about something which I never really realized is something we don't talk about too often. Um, I had one of my members from the group reaching out to me via email after they asked me a question on our ask question day on my free group um, the Border Colleague community and I as one of my many general advises about the problem that the dog was showing is to build confidence in general because the dog sounded like lacking of confidence Um, so one of my suggestions was make sure that you do this and that but also you build confidence in the dog so she asked me this question um, how do I build confidence what is it confidence in situation her specific problem was related to interaction with other dogs she would show aggression behave, aggressive behaviors to dogs coming in a space and into a face, which of course um, I suggested you know to avoid situations and work on other things and then in general help the dog with building confidence. And you know that was a question that actually made me realize that yeah that needs a podcast episode to talk about what is perceived as confidence. Um, what is actually confidence um, in our dogs and how can we work to improve um, confidence in our dogs. So um, first thing is, if we go and find the definition of confidence, it's of course that feeling of trust and belief um, and you know, being sure about abilities or good qualities um, about something or someone. So when we're talking about confidence in dogs, of course, talking about self-confidence. So we are looking at the dog to feel confident enough in their abilities, in their communication skills, in their in themselves as individual, if you want to say. So they they can um, they can navigate the world of humans or social words with other dogs, social words with other dogs in a different, in, in a more positive way. Um, now, before we talk about confidence, what does it look like confidence in dogs? I also want to talk about the fact that sometimes confidence is um, is mistaken by other things and we make confusion by putting a lot of different things together in the categories of confidence or um, so for example a lot of trainers or even dog owners think that a confident dog is a dog that stands up to other dogs and tells them back. So a dog that will react to other dogs, a dog that will bark at other dogs, a dog that will snap. There's still someone that thinks that that is confidence. That's a dominant dog. Dominant dogs that have a lot of confidence will, you know, turn a dog off and bite the other dog and, you know, like flat the other dog or bite the owners or, you know, do the contrary of the owner are asking them to do. But that's not confidence. Um, and I want to make sure that this is clear to everyone that is listening, that if your dog has any issues and showing any aggressive behavior or showing you know, aggressive you have towards other dogs, towards you know other humans, yourself, if you're the owner, or that's not confidence, or actually lack of confidence. So a dog that is lacking of confidence will show aggressive behavior in a way to defend themselves because they're not confident enough to be able to, you know, uh, um, manage situation in a different way by standing up to another dog and actually making the decision not to go in for a growl, for a bite, for a fight, because they're confident enough in their strength. Um, and the same is with humans. So my most confident dogs with humans is Tay. He's 22 months. He was my lockdown puppy. He's got so much confidence and so much trust in himself in and the relationship he has with humans that. He never showed, in any situation, any fear responses or any behaviour, any body language that tells me that he's lacking in confidence while he's interacting with a human. His confidence is a bit different sometimes towards certain dogs, but because of his nice temperament, he's confident enough to not give in to a fight. If our dog is growling or being a bit tense, it will actually either move away or stay there, but showing the other dog a body language that is quite soft. It doesn't need to go in to tell the other dog, I'm stronger than you. And I think that's more confidence actually than, um, than you know, the making the decision to actually go in and have a fight. Um, and if I look at my dogs, which is the easiest thing for me to talk about, um, my first collie, Abigail, she was the most confident dog. Now, as a young puppy, she was very respectful of all the dogs and she was very respectful of um, all the dogs telling her off for doing things that puppy normally do. That doesn't mean that she wasn't confident. It just means that she, as any dog, go through every phase of learning how to interact with other dogs. So she would, I remember, she would meet one of my other two friends' females, dogs, border collies. They were older than her, a couple of years older than her. And I remember that she peed herself every time she saw them, up to two years old, um, because she sort of respected them so much and to show that kind of submission in that respect. She was peeing herself sometimes. It was a bit of fear, but she wasn't a fearful dog. It was a bit of emotion, let's say, like that. She would pee herself even with humans coming into the house and say hi because she got too emotional. Now, Abigail grew to be the most confident dog up to now of my dogs. She never entered the fight. She was attacked once. A dog attacked her out of nowhere, a dog she knew. Out of nowhere, an evening, that dog decided to go for her, bit her, and broke a leg, well not a leg, broke a finger on a back leg. She had to, you know, rest for a month and everything. She never lost confidence in interaction with other dogs because of that issue. She's always been so self confident that after the initial week or two when she went back and met known dogs, she eventually, you know, got went back to normal. And she's been my most confident dog. She would never You know, she would either ignore or she would stand there and say, I am not moving without any aggression, without nothing. And that confidence actually made so that most dogs will never, ever tried to ever go at her because she was so confident that she was like she was radiating confidence in her body language, in the way that she and she lacked of any aggression possible. She was very confident with people. She's never been scared of anyone. She'd never been scared. She didn't like the vet 100%, but she never, <clears throat> she would might, she might have shaked if the vet had to check something that was painful. Um, but otherwise, she would be very good. She would be confident with kids, play with kids and everything. So she was my most confident dog. She never showed aggression in her life. She was attacked once and she never developed fear aggression towards other dogs. Now, Moss, which is now leaking, is cut. And I can't tell him off because I'm talking to you, and probably wasn't the best thing to record a podcast with all my three dogs with me in the room. But <clears throat> never mind, that's that's my life. Um, Moss, I think, is got a lot of self confidence, um, but with with a lot of things. So his confidence when he's doing when he's climbing a wall when he's you know, going and getting something out of pockets or out of a bag. You know, he's got confidence in a way that he will explore. He will. very. He can. He can be away from me. He's very independent. Um, he can climb on things. He has no problem with surfaces. He has no problem with a lot of things. But his confidence towards other dogs in the past, at the beginning of his life, especially, was very low because he didn't know how to put himself out there so his confidence his social confidence was lacking and that happens to people too you know not everyone has the same confidence when dealing with other people and dogs are a bit the same but then you might be very confident in dealing with something you're very good at so confidence again is not to me something that generalizes to every part of your life you can be very confident in some things, like you know how to play an instrument and you're very confident and you don't mind people listening to it play because you know you're good at that, but then you put that instrument down and you have to go and talk to people that will tell you how good you are and that your confidence might drop because you don't know how to be confident when you're talking to people. So hopefully this kind of analogy with people will help you understanding and you know, you might be very confident at painting, but then you know, try to climb a wall or like a you know a climbing wall or you know a rock rocky bay or try to go into water and your confidence is not there because in water your confidence is not there and but you might be very confident at doing other things so confidence to me is different depending on what you're looking at and in humans and i think is the same at dogs so if i'm analyzing all my dogs you know i know that all of them have more some of them will have more confidence in a lot of aspects of their life. Um, and some of them will be, you know, so so I would consider them more confident. But others will be, you know, very confident in things that the others are not. So um, Jock, for example, is... Um, He's quite confident in a lot of things. I wouldn't say he's not a confident dog. He's quite confident in a lot of things. But again, like a bit like Moss, he lacks a bit of confidence when interacting with other dogs sometimes. um, He gets a bit tense. He doesn't know exactly sometimes how to deal with another dog, even if it's a female. Sometimes he might go a bit tense. His coat comes up and everything. So but then he's, he's, he's really confident things. He will go into water if I ask him to. In agility, he was overly confident to the point that you know there was no self-preservation. Um, he will tag on everything I ask him to. Will put in his mouth anything I ask him to. The other day, I had a courgette that was overgrown it became a marrow and we don't eat it at that point and I, it was going to go in the bin anyway so I had a go at testing which of the dogs would use that marrow as a toy yeah stupid but little tests and games that I like to do so I asked all my three dogs to actually get it like I would ask them for a toy um, the only one that actually bit on it without even thinking any Get, got hold of it. it doesn't matter what he was you know he, he was chewing something that he wasn't expecting it to be well they can probably smell it at distance but the only one of my dogs that will just not let go was Jock the others were like oh, I'll try because you're asking me and as soon as they felt the different feeling of the of the of the marrow of the courgette they were like this is not a toy I'm not putting that in my mouth I don't know what it is um, and some wouldn't even try They will sniff, they just sniffed it and say, No, this is not a toy. I'm not getting in my mouth. Probably if I was offering that as a bit to eat, they would have eaten it. But because I asked them to grab it and tug, they would not do it. And so, yeah. So, again, confidence is, I think, in dogs shown in different parts of their life. Now, when we are looking at dogs that need to improve aspects of their life, and we are talking about um you know improving confidence, then we need to look at you know what are we going to improve? So, you know, what parts of the dog life needs improvement. So, for example, I wouldn't work on Jock on improving his um confidence on climbing on things because he's got too much confidence and it showed me agility and he really doesn't need more than that. Um and You know, I might build confidence in. I don't know. We jock really nothing. He's quite confident. Now Tay is quite similar. Um, He's not a dog that has shown any fear or anything. If I ask him to climb on something, he will climb. If I ask him to go into water, he will go. If I ask him to play with something, he will. Yeah, he wasn't very keen on the marrow, but anyway. um, So yeah. So if you look at my dogs now, if I look at my other dogs, not my colleagues, my, my, my taller. Again, I can tell you that some, you know, some of them might need confidence in, um, climbing unknown things, or some of them may need confidence in interacting with, uh, unknown people. So, you know, that fear of the vet or, or things like that. So all dogs, although I would all, to me, they're quite all confident dogs in my, in my view, they all have little aspects of their life that can be improved with confidence. Now, um, If we're going to talk about improving um, confidence in humans, and again, we're going to do another analogy, but you'll see that this transfer to dogs very easily. Um, So what in humans would help us as humans, um, especially young humans, (laughs) young adults or kids, to actually build self-confidence. So what are the activities, the exercises and the things? So I've got a list here that I actually used for a post that I did on my social media as well. Um, So achieving something. So working towards achieving a result into something, and that can be finishing a course, that can be at the end of the course doing a, I don't know, a show, that can be learning how to sing a song properly um you know anything you're achieving something it's something that as humans you know builds our confidence when you achieve something you achieve an award you achieve you know like a promotion that of course builds your confidence up because you're like oh, i'm actually good at this because i actually got some recognition for it um and in dogs, of course, it looks different. They don't know what an award is, they don't know what a rosette is. But when they have been working hard on to um, doing a specific things, so I'll make you an example. I've been teaching agility for years, and I still do teach a bit to all my dogs because I want to help use it as confidence building. And um, So all my dogs learn to go on contacts. And the Miami dogs at the beginning don't want to do the A-frame and don't want to do the dog walk because they are difficult sometimes for some dogs so achieving actually to going over the dog or over the a-frame and be rewarded at the end with a huge party from me makes them more confident because i want to um you know i, I i'm happy um i am showing them that what they did was amazing so you'll see you'll see dogs that wants to go back on it because the achievement that they got at the end with my big party at the end was actually for them like getting an award um, and and a kind of recognition at the end that they've done something amazing. Um, Learning new skills is another thing that as humans um, helps us build in confidence. So again, learning how to speak a new language, learning how to play an instrument, learning how to dance. for the one of you that are doing sports with your dog, actually learning how to train your dog in agility, learning how to train your dog in obedience, you know, learning how to become a good trainer and teach a dog how to do a good heel work and teach a dog how to do a good retriever, that will boost your confidence because, you know, you now know that you are able to teach a dog that specific things. And for dogs, it's the same. When they learn to do something new and they finally get it, a bit like the A-frame example before, again they feel they they feel that sense of achievement so similar to what we did before but of course dogs don't have that same concept of that new skill is going to take you somewhere but when they've learned they like the first time I see a dog learning to swim and I never push my dogs to swim I never take them to the swimming pool they will learn when they will learn following the others when they're ready and every time every dog we get we follow through that kind of building confidence with water. So we first walk with them into water and then they follow the dogs and then they paddle and then they cross the river and then they go a bit deeper and then they follow a little bit deeper and then you throw a toy and they actually dare going a bit further. And then finally, when they take that last step where they can touch the bottom of the whatever it is that they're swimming in, then they start swimming And they swim for the first time and after that that's a new skill learned and they will go in and they will have no problem and you can see that their confidence is growing because now they're not afraid of throwing themselves into water and swimming so while we're talking about this i'm also giving you ideas of how to build confidence so all the things we're going to talk about are things that to me are so important in order to build my dog's confidence Um, now we love to learn to do activities that make us happy so for dogs is the same. Um, playing is a great way to build confidence um, because if they love playing, that tugging or possibly doing some chasing and catching the ball and retrieving. Um, playing is a great way to build uh, happy hormones. Um, we talked about that probably somewhere in the workshop in the, in the podcasts, and um, so playing makes dogs happy, makes us happy, and taking that toy play everywhere is going to help dogs feeling better and happier in different environments. So part of my um, programs with my students is you go and play with your dog different places because a place where they might normally feel a bit lacking in confidence, if you take that toy and they love play with you, they will be liking, they, they will be, you know, they will be building confidence because they love playing in and that environment becomes less worrying because they're doing something they like and they makes, makes them happy. Um, now, of course, another way to build self-confidence is having other people telling us how good we are at doing something. Um, and it's the same for dogs. You know, when, when my dogs manage to do something, I don't just say, good boy. And I don't just say, <coughs> here, have a treat. I make a full party. I need them to know that they've done something amazing. And that skill is going to build in confidence because of how much I put into my reward. And it's the same, you know, if you're doing something really well and your parents, your partner, your friends actually send you a message, call you or come to you and say, wow, you're doing amazing then your all confidence is going to build and you want to do that thing again because you're, 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 you're receiving that kind of confirmation from other people that you're doing amazingly. Other dogs are the same. The more you tell them that they've done something amazing, the more they would want to do it. So their confidence in doing that specific thing is going to grow. Um, of course, being happy and feeling safe is a big thing for both you, humans and dogs. So it's so important that that sense of security and happiness, it's priority in life for us and dogs. Um, I'll go to the human example, having a home, knowing that it's yours, knowing that nobody's going to throw you out, knowing that it's safe. It keeps you warm. It keeps you dry. You've got all your comfort, your favorite bed, your favorite pillow, your favorite TV programs on the TV, you know, your your kitchen tools where you can cook your own things, that kind of sense of security, the sense of, you know, I have all my things in life, you know, having a nice family at your back and having a work you a job you like and all that, that is making you feel safe and is making you feel happy. And dogs have to have the same. But that's your job. That's you making sure that your dogs can have that sense of security, that sense of happiness by making sure that you um, meet all their needs. They, you give them a place to sleep that is safe, so not out in the yard on a chain. You give them food that makes them feel full, so they're not just eat, earning their food, they're actually eating and feeling full. They have chews during the day where they can use to feel better. They have exercise. They have. You know, If there is a dog coming to them, you take care of it, you move away, you give them space. If they're scared of noises, you're there for them. You're not ignoring them and leaving them alone in a room. You're actually there to make sure that they feel safe and happy. You do training, you do mental stimulation, you do enrichment, and they need to have a full life. And that is going to build a confident dog, because if they feel confident about all this, you know, if they feel good and they feel happy, they feel safe, they are going to be confident, more confident dogs. But you need to meet all their needs. Um, of course, having a good life balance, it's important for us as it's important for them. And for us, it's going to be how much free time we have, how much, you know, us time we have, how much holidays we have, how much money we have left in order to enjoy the time off we have. And it's not always easy for everyone and is what everyone thrive to achieve less work more earning and more free time um in dogs in a dog's life is going to be a bit similar to what i already said it's more going to have that balance so they need to have rest time they need to have exercise time they need to have enrichment time they need to have um complete freedom time where they can be dogs um so it's not always work Like a lot of dogs, unfortunately, in the sport world and in the working world, have is a balance of everything. So, it's a bit of um, everything. So that they are not going to, you know, they're not living quite a boring life that is always the same. There is a nice balance. And that will build a confidence dog because if they have everything they need, they are going to feel more confidence about every day when they wake up and they go along doing their own things. hey border collie geek let me tell you about my membership the collie club is my membership my online um, academy and you can join it from everywhere around the world there's no um time zone you can join and watch the video from everywhere you are and you can um, join our live video either early in the morning or late in the evening in the uk depending on um, the week so we have a bit for everyone depending on your time zone we have people joining from all over the world Um, we have an hub um that counts now um 17 or 19 i can't remember how many modules but you will find them um um on on the description that you'll find on the website. And we have so many videos um, tutorial about every exercise that you can think of. So you've got recall problems, we've got it. You've got lead walking problem, we've got it. Um, You want to teach your dog a distance down, we've got that one. Um, You want to stop your dog reacting to cars, that's definitely a main um, topic about it. We have nine webinars and every time I run a new webinar, you get to access it for free. So you don't pay any extra Webinars that I run uh, normally. So you get access to all the webinar I've recorded up to now, which are yeah probably nine. Um, you get me as a coach um, to watch your videos and give you feedback. You can ask me any question any time of the week. Um, the more question and the more video you share, the more I can help you in your training journey. Um, I don't hold back. I give everything I can and I problem shoot with you. Um, any type of behavior issue that you might be having with your dog. Um, So join the Collie Club. There are different options of membership, whether you want to commit for longer or you want to try out for a month and decide if it is for you or not. You'll find a link in the show notes to learn a bit more. And I'm really hoping to see you there. Um, now, another thing that is always overlooked in training with dogs is being self-conscious, um, being um, self-confident about our body. Now, we're not going to talk about this too much in humans. We all have our issues. We don't like our body. We don't like, you know, we would like to be thinner. We would like to be fatter. We would like to be... More stronger, we would like to have more muscle. We would like to be taller. We would like to be shorter, and and all that. So you know, we would like curly hair when we have them straight, and blah blah blah. So we apply actually a lot of modification to our body to make us feel a bit better with our body. And a lot of us go to the gym or go to do a specific sport in order to build muscles or to build an ability that will make us going through life easier. Okay, now our dogs, of course, don't have any perception of their aesthetic, and that's where I'm not going to open the Pandora box about dogs' tails and ears because I'm not. Um, but what we can do for them is to build self awareness and self confidence on how they move and how they use their body in different environments, surfaces, and um, texture, structures, and everything. So a bit like I did before, we talked about agility. Being a sport trainer, I come from the sport world, I don't do much now. Um, my priority with my dogs was to build a confident dog that knows exactly how they're using the legs, where how they're using them and where they're putting those legs and how they're using the body. So what we call body awareness a training is to me very important in young dogs and in adolescent dogs. And if I've got time in my training with my own students, I do a bit of body awareness tricks as well. Um because it's helping the dogs understanding exactly how they're in charge of their body, and has been studied in humans, I'm not sure in dogs, if anyone knows of any study. That actually, you know, knowing, having that kind of confidence on using your body, improve your confidence, improve your balance and improve your confidence of using your body and improves your your mind as well. So it's the same in dogs. Um, There is something nowadays which I've not looked into and I might invite someone that talks about it for my podcast, which is uh, called parkour. It's parkour. It's called like that in humans as well, where you jump over things and you do things with your body that a bit against gravity or something like that. Um, is I think jumps and trampolines and things like that. For dogs, parkour is learning to use the environment as a gym. So it's dogs that have the confidence to climb on the walls, climb not on walls, well walls like I don't mean climb on walls. I mean like sh- like walls that. around the park or something that are you know a meter from the ground um jump on them jump on benches jump on trees i have a student um lila we had to work a lot on her confidence and she's come a long way she would never put her feet on anything and she would run off as soon as she would she touched something different with her feet because she couldn't understand how to how to make that connection between her feet and her brain so what we did is teaching her to go on different surfaces so they sent me a video a couple of weeks ago where she is climbing on trees now so if there is a tree with a branch that is a bit lower she will jump on it and if there's a tree that is like going on diagonally she would um you know climb on that tree as well so is that kind of she's built so much confidence by doing confidence building training with her own body where she knows how to move her body um gave her that kind of extra confidence even in the relationship with other dogs which is what she struggled a lot with um and then of course um another thing that again it's similar to what we already talked about but is exploring and being rewarding for trying new things and this is human in humans would be you know um, as a kid you go to a new school or you go to a new place you do a new sport and you know, you you, you are f- sort of pushed to try and have new experiences because once you try new things and you find it enjoying, your confidence is going to build, you want to do it again and you're not going to be as scared of new situations where, um, you know, when it happens in life as an adult. And for dogs, it's the same. You know, exposing them to new things that can be new surfaces, new noises, new textures, um, new food, you know. There are dogs that they always eat one type of kibble, one type of treat, and that's it. My dogs try everything, and if they don't want it, they don't have it. They they just play. They don't they don't accept it. But I make them try different things as long as they're safe for a dog. Different food, different vegetables. Um, you know they you know and and you can see young dogs. I remember young dogs. My all my puppies. When you give them like they've had. A specific things and then you give them a bit of a cracker that is crunchy and they don't know how to eat it last week we two weeks ago we opened a coconut and we gave a bit of coconut to our puppy she's nine months old she never had a coconut before because she was born in September and never and she didn't know how to eat it she had to figure it out how to eat a coconut and you know what she achieved that she's learned she's tried a new thing she's Build confidence. Next time she gets a bit of coconut, she's going to be like, I know what to do with this. And although you don't make that connection with your own dog behavior, that is going to help building confidence in other aspects in life, exactly as you would do with a kid when you make them try new food and they try for the first time and then they learn that it's a good experience. We tend to do these things for kids, and we don't think how actually important are these things for our dogs. Um so when you have when you look at your dog you know look at different aspects of their life try to see which aspects of their life you think they're going to need more confidence building and then um, build that confidence confidence on time also means um to going back to the person that is inspired this um this topic um think about you know if if the, the the main problem of this dog is relationship with other dogs now if you want um, your dog to build confidence with other dogs the worst thing you can do is to throw your dog into situations where they have to defend themselves because they're lacking of confidence and they have to keep repeating over and over again The same behavior of telling other dogs off for being too close or being too playful or being too interactive. If you want to build your dog confidence towards other dogs, the best thing you can do is to remove your dog from a situation where that thing can happen and tell your dog, you know what, we are going to stay away from that. And we're going to build confidence in other area of your life. Um, and I'm sure that all those dogs that have some issues in some parts will need building confidence in other areas of their life. And then you're going to keep your dog safe. Remember, safety and being happy is part of that confidence building. So you need to keep your dog safe. If your dog doesn't like a certain situation, you're not going to build confidence by exposing them over and over again where they're forced to repeat that behavior that you are trying to change. So when I have a dog that lacks confidence towards other dogs, I take them away from situation where that keeps happening and I actually try to find a situation where my dog can build confidence around other dogs. Um, One job, one work I do when I can, when it's possible and when it's good for the dog is to use my boys, my two boys that are the one that I think are confident enough in those situations with a fence in between and the dog is on the other side. So that dog is not being harassed, that dog is not being forced to interaction, that dog that is not possibly reactive at seeing a dog, but will react when a dog is coming close and try to push to interaction, we will actually have the time to be around another dog without being forced. That's going to build the confidence to be around another dog without being forced. And that dog is going to gradually become more tolerant of the presence of other dogs. Now, we're not talking about reactivity. Don't read this wrong. I'm not using this method for a dog that starts barking and reacting. With Lila, going back to Lila, my student that now climbs trees, she has a big she had a big issue with confidence towards dogs, and she would just um pancake herself on the floor <laughs> every time. you know, she would just flat on the floor, um hide behind the owners, belly up, completely immobile. She couldn't move when a dog was around. She was so frightened that she couldn't move. So what we did, apart from building skills in the house first, so that she had, things to do when we were out and about we started going out with my boys and I was a distance so she got used to walk with my boys that never interacted with her because I didn't allow it and she learned to be in the presence of another dog for more than those two three minutes that would happen on a walk every time she saw a dog and then she would flat on the ground floor making it difficult um for the owner to move her on because she would just pancake herself um she, you know, she started learning that actually being in the presence of another dog for a prolonged time wasn't too bad because she was playing. She was tricking treats. She was, you know, engaging with the ball and with the toy and with the owners. And we were exploring. She was sniffing. She was feeding. She was doing a lot of things around a dog that didn't push her. So her confident and I used both my boys, um, you know, one at a time and eventually the two together as well. And she learned to be around the dogs without being pushed to interaction without with her time. And now her her reaction towards other dogs is much, much better. She's never going to be a dog that goes up to other dogs and wants to play, but she doesn't have to pancake herself. She can show body language better. She can tell the other dog, ha, don't come too close because I'm going to pancake if you come too close. And If a dog listens to it, she will then recover and actually interact back. So I've seen her recently where I didn't see she was out of the car and I came with Jock. Jock was off lead. Jock went up to her. By the time I turned around, they were already interacting and it was a nice interaction. Yes, he knew him, but he has not seen him for months. So it's not like they see each other every week. Um, They haven't seen him for months because she wasn't coming to regular training. She was only coming to center work classes and she was so happy to interact with Jock because her confidence has grown in the meantime and now she can have a nice interaction with another dog so it took us time it took us a good year to build her confidence up but she's now much more confident she can walk past the dog she can see a dog in the distance and not having to freeze not having to pancake herself and you know everything has improved by just allowing her to be in the presence of another dog without having to be harassed by the other dog. Together with a lot of other exercises we've done. work is a main one, is, a, is an amazing one to build confidence, play. Um, using her nose in situation where before she was a bit worried, now she can use her nose and she's happy in that environment. Um body awareness exercises, both tricks training and just general parkour <clears throat> type of exercises where she would climb on new things. She never wanted to jump in the car because she was scared of jumping into something that she didn't know or what happened. So we did jumping exercises with her, jumping on things to get confidence. So jumping is another good one for confidence. Um, and a lot of dogs, the lack of confidence, they will not jump, especially if they can't see what's on the other side. So there's a lot you can build to help your dog with confidence. Thank you for listening to the Border Collie Geek podcast. If you want to know more about my work and how I can help you with your Border Collie, visit www.dattledoacademy.com or follow me on Facebook and Instagram.